You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Do you want to find a platform to legally sports bet to win all that grandulous money and green? on NFL Sundays or any given week on NHL or whatever it may be, well, we have the app for you. We have the Better Edge app. Better Edge is a legal online social betting marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, place no commission positions in an online marketplace, compete in direct head-to-head challenges with horrible bettors like myself, JJ, Wags, or Bossman, or even your friends. You can invite friends and bet against each other. You can also compete in public or private betting competitions, or you can buy or sell positions such as spread over under money line. You know, the whole nine yards with when it comes to sports betting at current market prices. So if you use promo code 10K 10K at betteredge.com, you can get a free $20 when you sign up and verify your ID. So once again, use promo code 10K 10K at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E dot com to get a free $20 and start betting today. On today's episode of It's a Bit, it's officially spooky season. Halloween week slash weekend, we're going to draft, no, we're going to rank our favorite horror movies, the scariest movies in a one to three order. We're also going to give our bits of the week and we're going to bring back a signature segment from the old days, the real ones will know, the boomer bus segment. So all that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Bossman, joined by Wags, producer Cam, JJ, and uh, the wild season's upon us. We'll we'll be watching this game, the Montreal Wild game, the first one, uh, during the broadcast, so if you just hear a random shout or scream or uh, maybe some swear words or something else, just know that uh, this is, we're watching the game right now, so some shit might happen. Yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty depressing so far watching the Minnesota Wild, so we definitely need this one tonight. Yeah, we need it bad. But um, let's get into it, as always. Bit of the week, signature segment. We think everything around here is a bit. Uh, let's start on this side of the circle. Producer Cam, what do you got? Uh, this week I have the stressful purchase bit. Um, this could be any time that you're spending money, like a significant amount of money on something. And you like want it, you know you can afford it, but it's still stressful as fuck. Or maybe you can't afford it. And yeah, you just that pay too. For it. That too. <laughs> With a credit card. I went through this this past weekend. I bought myself a new truck, and I wanted it. I knew I could afford it. But when I got home, it was I was so fucking stressed out because it just takes forever. 
and it's you had to I, I needed a couple beers to calm down so cam you know me and jake are truck guys zane's a jeep guy you realize i know you've been a truck guy in the past but now that you own a truck again you got to drive like a dick oh i already have okay he's <laughs> been yeah. doing that even yeah. though he didn't have one yeah. true i'm just making sure you understand <laughs> the assignment and then i uh you have to bark uh bark back into parking spots now too yep that is a mandatory thing yep you have to back into parking spots and fold in your mirrors even when there's no vehicles yep. around you <laughs> or you can just take up two parking spots who yep. cares because you're allowed to, contractually obligated to, actually. <laughs> well, what uh, what kind of truck is it? Uh, it is a 22 Chevy Silverado. Wow, I thought... 2022? It's yeah. crazy because a few Dude, weeks ago you told yeah. me you were buying a truck from like yeah, the fucking 90s. I was yeah. going to, and then I said, fuck it. Uh, is this leased then, or um, you bought it? So... I was going to say, these are like, what, 40, 50 grand, like 2022? Uh, it's more than that. Um, oh. 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 We got a big money not trying to flex. Brag. Uh, He's flexing. So I would have bought it, but with my, because I work at a dealership, with my employee discount, I leased it at first, but I'm buying it afterwards. So it's the Lease same thing. Lease to own. I, yeah, to buy I just it. got a bigger discount by doing it that way. Just like the house, rent to buy, except we won't buy it because right. we don't have no. 800 grand. <laughs> Fuck that shit. But you got to... What uh? What kind of features are on this 2022 Chevrolet Colorado? It's got to be decked out, right? Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's not like the highest trim level, but so it's like an RST, and it's got the Z71 package too. So it's like got the off-road package and everything. Dude, oh, fuck. But yeah. but are you ever gonna drive off-road with it? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's like me. Whenever the my buddy who always sells me my trucks is always like, "Yeah, this goes like blah 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 off-road. This tail, uh, you know, towing yeah. package." I'm like, buddy, I'll be honest with you. I'm just gonna put my golf clubs in this. One thing I will say is nice. Um, with off-road package, it has a, like a trailer brake too. So like when I'm hauling my derby cars and stuff, that helps. So okay. technically, yes, but so technically, no. Yeah. So I hope people take that literally when they people don't understand off-road. What they really mean is like <laughs> yeah. if you're going like dirt roads right, and shit like right. that, or going mudding, or you know, going on really shitty trails or like on main, you know, minimal main maintenance right. roads or whatever. But they're they're physically going to be somebody that some city boy that's like I'm going to try to go off road and they'll literally just go off the road <laughs> yeah. on a highway or and they're right into the, the police ditch. show up. My, my I'm suing the company, sir. What, what what are you doing? They said my trucks meant has the off road kit, sir. You're on the median of the highway. Yeah, this is a whole different the, experience. Th- this is, th- but I went off road. No, that's that's not what it means. Do you guys do you guys see that Ford Bronco commercial where like it's in the mountains and the dude like backs the Bronco up until like the edge of a cliff? Yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> as cool as that is that he used the camera to know where the edge of the cliff is. Like this is a completely unrealistic scenario. There's no. nobody in their right fucking mind who's backing up with all that space. Right against a cliff, except for maybe O.J. Simpson. In oh, a yeah. Well, that, right. Murder. He he was more of fleeing about twenty LAPD officers. But yeah. um, hopefully, Cam, you're never in that scenario. But uh, I but, can't but promise if, that. But if he is in that scenario, no, you be. have the off-road package. True. So I could get away off-road. Those cop cars don't have the off-road package. No. Correct. They don't have the off-road. Package. They just have NOS, but you go off-road. <laughs> <laughs> they have like Fast and Furious NOS. Like yeah. you just press the button. Yeah. Or the energy drink. They 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 do have probably both. Yep. They're serving the doubles. Yep. All right. Uh, Wags, what do you got for a bit? I got the Halloween golf bit. Um, Jake, Zooch, and I, we participated in this little Halloween-themed golf scramble at the beautiful Valleywood Golf Course in Apple Valley, Minnesota. And um, it's it was kind of the weirdest thing I've ever been a part of in terms of golf because it was like they combined golf with like mini golf in a way by putting a bunch of obstacles on the green by putting like purposely putting divots around holes by putting um you know cart signs around holes they just tried to make it as hard as possible they did a few halloween bits like they put like 
chalk out lines at dead bodies and stuff like that. But um, golf is already hard enough, and I'm not going to lie. It made it quite a bit harder, but the boys were still able to, I think, get fifth or sixth in the tourney, which was pretty good. We didn't even Damn. have a ringer. So I think how we all had one of our best rounds. How so. many teams? 30. I think there was 25. So 25. You didn't say eight. I think we were like eight. <laughs> I, think I, looked, I think they sent the standings on Monday. We finished like eighth. Oh, okay. But that's still nice. better without Jack. Yeah, there. without so, Jack, that's huge. And so I was like, holy shit. It's ironic, though, because I went down to Rochester Country Club to play with my uncle and my dad and my brother, and I played the worst round of the year. I shot, I shot my worst score, 96, which is my worst by 10. So well, then maybe we would have been you, in the same I, spot. I think you guys dodged a bullet. So it was just one of those weekends that, well, I don't know. Yeah. We were just like, well, weirdly, well, we all had like our bad shots, but like it's a scramble, but we are all weirdly on point for most of it, which was really odd for us group of four golfers, but it was, yeah, it was an interesting experience. Well, I should say though, there was a couple holes where that actually came to be helpful, like the obstacles, because oh, yeah. they put like the cart signs around like a hole at one point, And like, I think Zane hit one. It like, it was, if they weren't there, it would like bounced Always from the hole, but it bounced off one of the back of the cart signs like a backboard, and yeah. it just stopped like it's almost like five mini, feet away it's from like the mini hole. golf. Yeah, I also find it ironic. You guys said that they did like a chalk outline of a body that you know investigative crews use. Mm-hmm. You could be like, oh, if we make par on this hole with a six foot birdie putt, that's going to be me because I'm going to need you to shoot <laughs> me in the head mm-hmm. and murder me on this golf course. Yo, guess so. what these fuckers did, man? They fucking um, it was a par three. Uh, they obviously you know they had the pin set up one way. You hit it towards the pin. You walk really close. There's a sign next to the pin that says actually you're making it over here and it's yeah. like a, and it's an arrow pointing to the edge of the other side of the green where there's a mini Tiny hole flag. over there for you to make it in yeah that it, was that it, it, it kind of reminds me in richmond where i grew up there's uh there's an annual tournament called the big cup mystery cup where there's one massive ice cream size hole that you go for but around the green there are three scattered mystery holes that don't have pins in them so you could easily miss one on the right side of the green and be like god i'm 40 feet from the hole but you could be two inches from uh, a mystery cup. And actually, one of my buddies I played in high school with fucking just drilled one in a mystery cup off a shank. Opposite side of where he wanted to hit it went down. We ended up winning a $500 skin for making Damn. an eagle huh. on a par four. So Damn. I'm all for those crazy scrambles because mm-hmm. it seems like as a group, we struggle to place well. Not that you guys didn't. It sounds like you did fine this Saturday, but we struggled to win traditional scrambles, including our own. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm all for the wacky games. Mm-hmm. Costumes it seemed to help us in a way. Because it's like it's harder. Okay. So it's like, well, fuck it. Just go for the hard shot. Anyway. That means yeah, it's right? hard for everybody yeah. else. So it's like might as well just get lucky. But oh, there are so many times where we had perfect putts, but they perfectly would place the divots all around the hole yeah. to make it a little bit harder. That's mm-hmm. almost like the hole-in-one challenge I did where there's divots all over the place. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing yeah. the green on that. Dude, that was destroyed. The amount of people on TikTok who commented, you d- you fix all those divot marks? You feel- I'm like, okay, no, Waggle said they were going to fix every divot mark. And I even put it as a comment. One guy just goes, "When you- are you going to fix the divot marks? I go, are you going to read comments before commenting <laughs> stupid shit? I usually don't respond to people, but Lord Almighty. I they don't that. understand that you're doing a charity bit. Yeah. I don't think they read anything you else. You must hate charity. Yeah. yeah, you hate charity. It's never good to get in an argument with a YouTube comment- a commentator. It's right. not going to end well at all. I know. Never. It was just one of those things where I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. It's Monday. I'm yeah. having I'm having a bad enough day. This guy's going to get the beans. Yeah, but fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Um, all right, Jake, what do you got as a bit? Uh, I have the, uh, the notorious tabception bit. So this is when you have... Sony tabs open on a computer. Um, this could be at work or just casually. You're working on so many things or you just open so many things and forget to close it that either A, your computer actually starts uh, feels like it's going to start overheating and smoking because it's probably processing so much and you wonder why your computer is, is starting to slow down 
or you forget where the hell you're at and you have so many windows and tabs open, you literally are going to literally probably off yourself. Um, but you literally, I'm talking like a total of maybe over 30 tabs, Jesus. maybe even opened across three windows. This has happened to me a few times over the last uh, couple months at, at work. Uh, Wait, sorry, just, Jake. Count how many tabs you have open on your computer right now. Right now? Every time I bad, use your bad. computer, it's not. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's bad. That's really bad. Oh, dude, you if think I go this over is bad? Five, I'm talking about comparing to him. Like oh. Average, he normally has, like you said, yeah, like 30 say. tabs open. Yeah, so, and this is maybe an average. I have nearly had as many many tabs open on my personal computer yeah. as I've had my work computer. If you think this is bad, it's it's even worse on my work computer. And and you'll start, it'll start like... On Monday, because I'll like usually close everything by a Friday or the end of the week, and then by Friday it's like all this shit's open because you're going all over the place and you forget do to you, close it. Do you not it's restart bad. your computer after every day of work? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Yeah, I 100 percent do, and, <laughs> and I should. Um, it's because it's usually like I, I I get the mindset like oh, I'm just want to work on this uh, the next day, even though I could easily fucking just save it and open it up the next day. But I'm too like. Uh, you know, fucking stern and strict to be like, I don't want to do that. I just want to open it back up the next day and start working on it without having to, you know, open it, which takes like two minutes, but I don't want to do that because I'm an idiot. So I just leave it open. No wonder your laptop sounds like it's about to blow up. All well, the time. that's because the fan <laughs> oh, is just fucked. Sorry. Yeah, because it's working so hard, but, uh, it's, uh, and, but it's actually been better lately. Um, rarely making the noise of like, it sounds like, uh, I swear, like a hornet's nest was in my laptop for a while, and I think it's getting better. Maybe it's because it's getting cooler out, so it's not as hot. But tabception, I, I have talked to others that have dealt with this uh, ordeal. It is scary. It is involving Halloween, so because it's it's a scary. That's time. scary. That's really scary. But I, I have gotten better with it in the last like month or so. My anxiety would not allow me. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, it's. I it's can't bad. go over five. I mean, yeah. I have legitimate OCD. I have a like obsessive compulsive disorder, and I could not do that. Yeah. I I would have to throw my computer out the window and start a new life. <laughs> There's legitimately times where like I actually need maybe actually have legitimately like six or tabs open because I'm actually bouncing around. Which is fair. Which if sometimes if, if, it if happens. They're all valid tabs. That's but, fine. But when they're fucking useless, I don't know how people do it. But don't yeah. get me wrong. It's one of those things where where a lot of times if I have twenty plus tabs open, it over half I don't need to use anymore. I just moved on to something else and forgot. And by the end of the day, I'm like, holy shit. See, I don't, I, I, what the don't, fuck I don't really do a tabception. I do like workbook exception where it's like, I have so many Excel workbooks Excel, open yeah, at dude, once yeah. where I can't keep track at a certain point. I think like Jake, if you're sitting there with all those tabs open and someone asks you a simple question and you go to like your <laughs> internet browser, it's, you know, the clip where it's like, do, 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 do. Do, 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 and you're like so lost. Do 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 because there's just so many layers do, do, to it that you just do. you just get stressed. Do, well, do, not do, not Jeopardy. Do you ever share your? <laughs> you was just doing Jeopardy. Do you ever just fucking share your screen and then your coworkers are like, "What? What are you doing?" Actually, that that actually happened. I shared my screen and I actually said something. Ah, like, oh, yeah, I have so many damn tabs open. Give me a second. And someone's like. Dude, don't worry about it. This is like half of the amount I have open. I'm like, are how, you serious right now? How many tabs can one computer hold? I, I, I'm curious. Maybe I have to ask so this guy was, on that one. This guy was like actually like underwhelmed by how many tabs I have. How open. much time a day do you spend searching for the right tab? <laughs> yeah, I, it, <laughs> that's got to add it, up. It might, uh, yeah, it might be creating some uh, productivity. Like, All right, really quick. Whatever. I just Googled how many tabs does Google Chrome allowed? This is actually really scary. Chrome doesn't have an encoded oh, limit geez. of tabs that can be open. It could go on for infinity. 
I think or at least until <laughs> your com- until your browser just quits and is like I'm your fucking done with this guy. Yeah. It literally, it, yeah. It, I I I think when I first got into like the corporate world, I was doing it with tabs and then Excel and then Word documents. I've gotten better at closing more programs down, but at one point, like I had so much shit open. And my computer would just like just literally freeze, and I have yeah. to shut it down. It's not at that point anymore, but it, it does get slow sometimes. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta start cl- closing these tabs. I'm not well, gonna use them anymore. This doesn't surprise me because your personality is kind of all over the place. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it just <laughs> translates to your work. It, life. It's yeah, for sure. And it's uh, yeah, it's I don't know. It's well, fucked. We'll add Jake's computer into the horror movie list coming in the <laughs> third segment. But I'll close us out here for bit of the week. Um, I have the rivalry bit. The best rivalry in college hockey was back this weekend in the Twin Cities. Um, I had the pleasure of seeing loyal 10K fans react to finding out that half the company went to UND. It <laughs> came as such a shock to so many people, which is fair because we don't, you know, like Wags and I went to UND. It, you know, it was Gage, Jake, or uh, Gage, Trevor, <laughs> not <laughs> Jake, Jack Mason. Uh, don't ton tell of, me that. ton of people went to UND. I want to say, like, out of, like, when we first started 10K, there was, like, seven people, and six of them were from UND. Yeah, yeah. Jake, it was yeah. just me. Jake yeah. was, like, the odd man out. But it was just hilarious um, just to see the amount of people who were, like, felt betrayed that not only I was a fan, but then I told them I was an alumni. That made it even worse. They're like, you had all these Minnesota schools to choose from. I'm like, okay, but you do what not dictate mean? what I did four years <laughs> yeah. ago. Get fucked. <laughs> But I just thought that was hilarious. But um, some great things that happened over the weekend. We got two different Titanic one vi- uh, videos, one put out by journalist Jake for the main page, one put out by me for the Hasbens account. Uh, Rhett Pitlick threw his stick into the crowd, and a UND fan tossed it back. Oh, that was hilarious. Like it was a baseball. I mean, I wanna, let's I talk about the timing of that celebration. Like, like you, you, you go up by two goals on, like, let's be honest, like a pretty soft goal. Like, it was a deflection that was in. Like, it wasn't like a sniper or anything. Yeah. And you yeet your winner. stick like it's a game winner. Like, yeah. uh, who did that? Did McDavid do that a little bit ago? Probably. Or, I don't know. Someone did that last year in the show. But I um, feel like NHL players can get away with it a little more because I feel like they the t- their teams have larger budgets and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Gopher staff was actually, like, pissed that he just gave yeah. away yeah. perfectly good stick. It was Jack Hughes. He scored in overtime. He yeeted a stick over and that, that's that's appropriate because the game's over and like like you know you're not going to risk a penalty at that you point. also don't need a stick anymore at yes, the end of the game know, it's like over Rhett would need a whole new stick in that situation i uh. wanted to touch on this quick so i think i mean the timing was probably bad but i think it's as like a baseball pierce it's the best celebration i've ever seen in hockey i love it and it shouldn't it should be allowed what you mean like throwing throwing yeah. your stick it's like a it's like a bat flip it's fucking awesome well, yeah Look, i think it's cool it, for but one the timing was just horrible yeah, that, that's what i'm saying the timing was and bad. also too like nothing against und obviously like they're my favorite college hockey team but they were not as good as the gophers if you look at like the shots on goal uh the first night Deritter Deritter was an almost animal the team both nights. It, there was a point where the shot count was like 40 to 10 in the gopher favor. So like the fact that he's yeeting his stick in the crowd because <laughs> he's beating a team ranked six positions after but and they're up 30 shots on goal and they go up two goals is not like a uh, let's throw the stick in the crowd celebration. Now, like Miracle on Ice. Fuck yeah, I'll throw I'll throw my I'll throw everything in the crowd. I don't care if you uh, just like uh, Gophers one game one in overtime. That's the perfect time to do that. Yes, yeah, for sure. No one, no one is going to be upset if you do it mm. then. No. Yep. And um, the reason they call the penalty, it's like they probably wouldn't have called that in the NHL or wouldn't have been at least a 10 minute misconduct. It's kind of like college football where they're going to be really tight on so certain dumb. things because, because it's, it's college. college. Yeah, yeah. So they're amateur. Right. Amateurs. Like you're still kids like you, you still need a certain level of discipline and respect. Like you're not Antonio Brown making 
eighty million dollars a year. You can't, you, you can't just do whatever you want like pro athletes. Let the kids have fun. Cam, did you did you watch the games? No. See, that's another thing. <laughs> I don't really care. Like, I mean, like if I were to pick a team, I would have picked the Gophers. Obviously, I didn't watch the games. I had like a guy on Twitter coming after me. He was like. How could you think this is cool? It, it hurt your team. I'm like, bro, I don't fucking care about the game. I but, just thought right. it was sick. Did you see like any of the highlights though? Uh, yeah. Well, don't get mad. What did you think of the ice sheet? What do you mean? The ice sheet on in like Mariucci? The, the size of it. Oh, no, the already, size or the look or design I already of it. knew it was bigger. Well, no. Like he's talking about, remember you were ripping on golfer oh. basketball. You're such is, a fuck. Is, is, I don't care. Is there care. a difference with the sheet? Like I said, I don't, don't like a massive it. L okay. because it's an Olympic-sized sheet. Yeah. It's yeah. an unfair yeah. advantage. They to... are changing that next year, though. Yeah. They Officially. are? Yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're renovating it where they're going to like add another row around and make I it normal size. Now St. Cloud just needs to follow suit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh! They have an Olympic size too. Do it, do it, cowards! I uh, play on the same size as everyone else. See, it made sense back in the day where um, Olympic athletes weren't allowed to be pros. You know, like hockey players. So it was like they were they were preparing the college kids for the Olympics. But now, and that doesn't matter. I guess you know, with the new rules, it's it's supposed to be amateurs, right? Uh, But I think they're they're, going back to it. Didn't they go? Didn't they technically go back to it? They did go back to it, but they didn't allow NHL players to travel exactly because of COVID. So they did go back to it. But you don't know because it's been up in the air because they went back to it uh, four years ago. Jordan Greenway was on there. Uh, Ryan Donato was on the U.S. team. Shout out. Um, but I don't know if they don't know go back Gatto, to it. Ryan Donato. Don't already got to Ryan Donato. Gosh, Love I, it. I forgot he even existed. <laughs> I know, right? He, uh, I just saw him. Who does he play for now? I just, I just Kraken, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he scored a goal the other night, actually. San Jose. I, was, I, was, I found myself watching the Kraken. The Kraken. I'm sorry why. for your loss. I know. Well, it, 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 they're not as terrible this year. I'll hey, say do that. Do they still have? Um, was it Haxtell? Yeah, still a coach. Still which, like <laughs> expansion year, you got to give them. You got to uh, give them more than shot. a year. But yeah. look at the Vegas Golden uh, Knights, bro. And actually, while we're talking NHL, I have an honorable mention bit to close us out with. We have uh, the tattoo bit. If you haven't seen our YouTube mm-hmm. channel. Uh, if you listen last week, actually, we prompted Marlo. Uh, Marlo said, Jake, text Billy G and say, Marlo wants to get a tattoo about a quote of yours. However, you respond to this text, you know, what is it? And he goes, geez, that's too much pressure. I'll let you guys decide. And Marlo actually got that fucking tattooed <laughs> on his leg. Yep. Jesus, that's too much pressure. And then he got Bill's autographed also inscribed on his leg, which mm-hmm. is just an incredible move by Marlo. Honestly, it's, it's, it's commitment. Yeah. He committed uh, to the bit and went through. Went through with it. Man. I mean, I don't any of I don't think any of us here would have gone through with a bit like that. No, yes. no. I mean, I we we've done some dumb shit. And we have balls, but that that's a whole new level. And I hope Bill knows that we're here for the long haul. If mm-hmm. we got guys like Marlo inscribing it on his body, so yeah, literally, <laughs> we uh yeah. we need Marlo to come on here and tell some tattoo stories if he's comfortable like with it because he has some great tattoo he does. Stories. He best told us some stories yes. about <laughs> ever. Yeah. yeah, some crazy. I mean, the dude's pretty inked up, but mm-hmm. it's you be- wouldn't believe what he's had to go through for some yeah, of the tattoos. For some <laughs> of, yeah, and it's almost like you question why. He <laughs> right, that. right. It, but you know, he did. It's a sick thrill for some people, but. But while I'm plugging that, folks, we're putting a lot more stuff on our YouTube. Go to 10,000 Takes on YouTube. Uh, the full video of me doing the hole-in-one shot is up there, the seven-hour compilation it took for me to get a hole-in-one. We upload full video podcasts yeah. there as well. Yep, so yep. YouTube, 10,000 Takes. We're putting a lot more work into it. But, yeah, uh, subscribe. We're going after Mr. Beast. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're coming. Cool. we're coming, Jimmy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's his Jimmy, you bastard. Yeah. Last to leave this studio wins $100,000. Yeah. Yeah, but who's going <laughs> to Who's going to supply the hundred grand? Should, uh, That'd be an insane challenge. We, we, we should do we should do the bit where we're like we, we gave our house away for one dollar and it's like wait you don't own it it's like no you own the lease now or we make the video it's great oh shit we don't have the house anymore 
Yep. Oh, damn it. And well, then we're back to just recording in Zane, one. Zane's cold patio like yeah. we were a year ago. <laughs> That's what literally like last September. It was freezing when we were doing outside episodes. That's funny yeah. to think about how far, <laughs> like, yeah, and how different our shows are now. Dude, it's oh, nuts. Like, I'm so I'm I'm catching up our YouTube channel with YouTube shorts on a lot of our old content. So I literally went to the beginning of our TikTok oh. yesterday, and I've been going through video by video, downloading the stuff that I think would be great for the YouTube viewers to get caught up on that they've missed since we haven't been pumping YouTube very much. And it's like just giving me a blast of the past on some of the shit we used to do and get away with, <laughs> which is nuts. But yeah, I mean, not only have we come a long way, but some of the even some of the stuff we did in 2020 was hilarious. So it's always fun going back. But uh, let's take a quick break, folks, and we'll be right back with speaking of throwback, our boom and bust segment. Hey, everyone. Just so you know, the boys here at 10,000 Takes do a little bit for every single Minnesota Vikings pregame on KFAN. Essentially, we just have a one to three minute kind of humorous bit. Um, I think it's around the end of the first segment of every single Vikings pregame. So make sure to tune in before every Minnesota Vikings game to KFAN. I got to say, the uh, we've mentioned this before, uh, not on the podcast, but the Bally Sports broadcast has taken a significant leap by including stat lines in the commercials. No, just, no, no. I love this that. Is, this is just the... Uh, no, but they will during the game, though. Yeah, this is just the thing you can add on. Oh, so this is just from the website? Yeah, just Still from the Still love it. It's cool, yeah. so you can, you can turn it off. That's, right. that's, pretty, yeah. that's pretty neat because Bally Sports has about three different commercials yeah. they air the entire yeah. game. So <laughs> if, you go, if you go on the stats, like, that. You, can, you can click other stat interfaces that'll... It'll, it's like mine. window concepts of Minnesota and then two political ads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scott Jensen's like, stop. Oh. <laughs> I, I, uh, I remember, too, last year one of the commercials was that Expedia commercial where it's the guy from uh, Star Wars, and he'd sing, I, I go, go the whole line. Oh, every goddamn God. time the you commercial came on, Jake every would just go, Sunday. hello yeah. there. And I'm like, dude, hello stop. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> says it every five seconds. Remember the – and then that other one. That played over and over. And I'm on a roll. I like I like when they just do like the slow dribble bomb. Yeah, that's bomb. really weird. And then it's like the hockey. It's like some weird sports <laughs> ASMR shit. Yeah, that's then, why. Well, that and then there's the gorilla with the, with, the, with, the, with the fucking <laughs> with the huge package. Yeah, like they're totally. <laughs> this is sexualizing people. It, this, apes. It's just it's a cartoon ape who's advertising tires or something, and they unnecessarily yes. just put a hog on this. Yeah, thing. why? It looks like he's wearing a jockstrap. That's what I'm saying. He, he, has, a, he has a tattoo. I've always <laughs> you see what I'm bed. saying, dude? dude is CrankyApe.com a porn site? Like what? I'm is? saying. Imagine being the guy who like animates that, and, and, and yeah. you're like, uh, okay, uh, how are we gonna handle his penis? Cranky does uh, not sound for not, stand for his cranky. Mood. It's crank. It's crank. It's irony, folks. You know, I picture Jack like the first time he drew it, he didn't draw any pack. And they got really mad at him for it. So like bigger package. Well, well, do you guys remember? In like, I think it was Madden 2007. They put humongous packages oh, yeah. on the ref, oh, yeah. on the players refs too, yeah. and players, and they had to like release an update, and you could see it significantly <laughs> reduced because they're putting just. They probably were trying to do like a nut cup thing, and it wasn't right, working. and it, and they just they overdid it. You yes. know how like they always release patch notes, you know, for like games, like you just see it in the patch notes, Crotch reduced, 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 reduced penis size. I think, and you can research this. Fortnite had to do it too because they made the female skins asses so like yeah, fat, they, they would, oh, yeah. they would like jiggle and stuff, and I remember. Fortnite had to like release a statement yeah. saying we're like patching. You know, there's been some the obscene things. Jiggling. Well, there's, like, there's kids playing this. They were oh thick. my god! There's some porn guys just <laughs> you're, you're just literally in pulling the goalie to that. Like anime porn people growing up. <laughs> I'm not marrying yeah. someone unless she's an anime. Well, that's yeah. just not realistic. Well, well then fuck it. 
Well, Halloween is about the closest you can get to that. Yeah, oh, God. It is the scary. season. Uh, it, like we said, this next segment, for those of you who are newer listeners, this is something we used to do all the time on the Minnesota Rundown, one of our favorite, favorite segments. And uh, I, I did notice this by, once again, scrolling back into the old episodes and finding it and realizing how fun this segment was. But this is called Boomer Bust. Similarly, around a uh, professional draft, there are booms who are great picks that end up panning out, and there are busts who are picks you think are great that don't end up panning out. And uh, for us, the boom is something incredible or great that happened to you or someone else. The bust is simply something that did not work out well for you or someone else. So uh, we'll reverse the order this time. We'll start with you, Zane. Uh, what do you got for your boom and bust? So my boom is bye week for the Minnesota Vikings. They had before the bye week, they were second in the NFC. After the bye week, they were second in the NFC. On top of that, the Green Bay Packers lost. So it's also like we won a Super Bowl during the bye week. It was just a great week for the <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. And they didn't do a single fucking thing. You had uh, you had Aaron Rodgers like face planted into the ground after, <laughs> which was a famous shot. And then today, which is Tuesday, you saw, I think it was PFF release a quote from Rodgers saying like, I think about 20% of the plays uh, on Sunday were mental mistakes made by the team. And if you're making that many mistakes, you shouldn't be playing the game. <laughs> yeah, he, th- they're a mess. But the, my favorite part of the bye week was watching uh, Kirk Cousins in 50-degree water. Like, did you <laughs> yeah. see that? He's yeah. all by himself. Like Michigan. I'm like, Kirk? Don't do that. What a Kirk thing. I was going to say, like, I, I, we could have woken up one morning to, like, a Viking star quarterback drown swimming by oh himself in 50-degree water. Like, what are you All doing? All the Kirkators have been like, good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? Now <laughs> Finally. We, now we can go pick That's up. That's our way out. Now we can go pick up Matt Jones. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> but the Vikings are notorious. Under Mike Zimmer, they were notorious for getting the jokes of losing the bye week. The Vikings have just lost the bye week. Yeah. yeah. They hey. just shit the bed so much. We also avoided a love boat situation. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's always a we win. We did. Yes, because that happened almost 17 years ago. I mean, talk about a massive weekend for the Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) Holy shit, dude. Well, there's nothing less stressful than going into a bye week and being like, no matter what happens, we can't lose. Mm -hmm. Like, you could be playing the worst team in the NFL, and as Vikings fans, like, you're stressed about that because every game that's not against a good team is a trap game. The same as for the Gophers. We found out with Purdue that we were right. Perdon't. And uh, it's been just a disaster ever since, but... Yeah, it's always great going into a bye week because, A, you just get to kind of enjoy the, the plethora of games, watch the red zone stream, and bet, bet until you your face falls off. Whereas <laughs> with uh, when your team is actually playing, it's a whole different situation. Mm-hmm. I also kind of like getting it out of the way early-ish. Like, you know, I just love watching mm-hmm. football Sunday, so it's nice to get it done now, and we can watch literally every Sunday until they're done now. We can watch the Minnesota Vikings, which is absolutely awesome. But my bust is going to be those motherfucking political ads that we were just talking <laughs> at at the beginning of this segment. Every time I'm on YouTube and an ad comes up, anytime I'm on TV, I just see Scott Jensen is wrong for America. Or, you know, you just see something just like that. Like, um, Tim Walls hates it, your children. Yes, yeah, yeah fuck. It's always the loudest commercials. I, I, was, I literally, this is a true story. I was taking a nap the, uh, like in my living room the other day, and I woke up to... Tyler Kistner wants to ban abortions. Yeah, I know, I'm like, I what know. the fuck? Like, this is not how I wanted to start it's off. It's like, my... holy shit, this is, doesn't it make me want to vote for anyone? Like, <sighs> this is just stupid. Dude, it reminds it's me attack of this, ads. It reminds me of Grand Forks, like, public, or, like, just their television, because, like, their commercials from the local companies, they were never mixed properly, so all of the commercials just sound like this. Like, <laughs> no, you know, no. You're like, what's going on? They're, and, so, they're so public. And, well, they're so local, and there's some people like, I don't know who the fuck this person is. By the <laughs> way, heard of them. that volume problem you're talking about is still a disaster for hulu mm-hmm. you ever watch hulu oh, yeah. the show is really quiet so you turn up your volume and yeah. then it's like this person wants to ban yeah. taxes <laughs> and it's yeah. like, holy and then you're like trying to fall asleep and next thing you know you're just shot up awake 
Dude, like, even, like you just had an, hates America. You just had an aneurysm in your sleep. <laughs> you know how like most shows will have like little intro song at the beginning of them or whatever. On Hulu, all of them are so much louder than the show mm-hmm. itself yeah. as well. So then it's, you turn it down, like, and then it's like, yeah, just the worst. It's like I have a. I mean, I I'm I'm more advanced in video editing and mixing and stuff, and you know, but like I think if you had the most basic knowledge of how to do yeah. that. You could figure out like, okay, some things were recorded a little louder, so they need to be dimmed down. Yeah. Some things were recorded a little quietly, they need to be dimmed up, and they need to match. I don't get how companies that make billions of dollars still have not figured that out yet. And oh yeah, still make us suffer. Or how they can look at that product and be like, "This is good." And yeah. they, they, while they're excited <laughs> to submit it, it makes no sense to me. But like another point about political ads. There is. Have you guys ever watched a political ad and been like, you know what? Yeah, it's a great point. I'm voting for this person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is no, totally. It's, this it's is always totally about factual. how. It's always about how the other guy sucks. It's like, wait, <laughs> what, wait. What's your plan though? Yeah. Like, I, don't you? Do you like, suck too? I, how, how do I know? There's a picture of me with some some kids and a dog. I'm a Family Guy. I still We're remember not... growing up. It was just there was this Al Franken attack ad, and it was literally just Al Franken swearing for 30 seconds yeah. straight. That's all the fucking video was. They will have. And then like... it says. Approved by blah blah blah, like his yeah. opponent. Yeah, they, they'll it. have the occasional one where it's like they're trying to get other people to talk themselves up, but it looks like a movie trailer for a Hallmark movie. Oh yeah, and it, at the bottom it says "not a paid actor." I'm like bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like no, no one willingly was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do this because I'm gonna be famous on TV." But Shaking hands, holding babies, being with a dog, they're and... uh, uh, kissing babies, almost yeah. like uh, if you guys have seen "It's Always Sunny" when uh, Dennis is running for District Three, Area Seven, Comptroller, yeah. Yeah. and Mac is like, "Can he please kiss your baby?" And she's like, "No, I'm not comfortable with that." He's like, "Just, just." Give me the baby. I, li- like this. Come on. I literally watched that episode last night. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great. He's it like, was hilarious. He's like, please just let me have the child so he can kiss it and we can be done with this. And she's like, I need help. And he's trying to grab it. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's called the campaign or the campaign with Will Ferrell yes. where he punches the baby in the mm-hmm. face accidentally. That's hilarious as well. Yeah, oh, that was great. By the way, the Wild, really? we're watching the Wild game right now and there are, Flurry's already on his head. That's, it was fucking sick. Yeah, this is, this is already not look. I guess we've been on the penalty kill, but all right, journalist Jake, boom and bust. Uh, my boom, speaking back to our Halloween scramble thing we did on Saturday, I somehow sunk a 60-foot putt for absolutely no reason at all. To end the day. Um, to end the day to get us to one under as a group. <laughs> I don't know, because they would put these pin positions in the craziest spots, like on the very edge of greens, and our ball was on the very left of the green from the tee box, and then the, the pin was on the very right side, and it had a really crazy slope that went left to right, and... I think a couple of us went before me. I think Zane and, and your brother went before us. And we, you guys were actually kind of close. There was like a visible line. But I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm sinking this. And it somehow went in. I threw my hat up, chucked my club up, and I <laughs> dove into the bunker thinking the sand was soft like we're in the middle of summer. Nope. Literally knocked my breath out. But I didn't give a fuck. Which you deserved. And you were right. probably like borderline blackout drunk <laughs> yeah it, i mean oh yeah allegedly allegedly there this was may on or the may, last there hole? may or may not yeah, have last been hole. well over yeah. 10 beers consumed in that given day uh for each of us but there is nothing better than injuring yourself while celebrating going under par <laughs> in a scramble by one and <laughs> yes and it was uh, and it was hole 18 too so it was the last it was hole 18 for us i should say and it was incredible, unbelievable experience, and yeah, I was just shocked. He uh, afterwards, Jake's. How long was it? How long was that? And then we literally counted out the feet. Fuck! How long was that? Holy the, you, shit! You did the you did like the put one heel to toe thing. Mm-hmm. Was yep. whoever doing it though like drunk? I'm size, so they, I'm they were, size twelve. They, but... Well, but like, were you were you staggering a little oh, bit? It, from it, was, it wasn't the straightest. <laughs> <line>. <laughs> <laughs> Might not have been say, the straightest. I wouldn't let the police see that if you drove home. This was like a thirty-six foot putt. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, they were just stumbling. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's maybe still, it was. It's still an electric feeling when you when you make putts in a that scramble. That was unreal, so, it, yeah. especially how they put the pin positions in the craziest spots. Like I was just shocked. I made that, but I have weirdly made long ass putts on not just in general in golfing, but I usually I've made some weird ass long ass putts on hole eighteen. I practically made one in the dark at Edinburgh uh, earlier this summer. I was in the dark. I just kind of see my ball barely going up the hill, and it, I just see it drop in. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> and then I chipped one in at Bluff Creek with, with you guys for absolutely no reason at all. And it always comes on the last hole. It can never happen before. Oh, geez. That would Somebody be a goal. That'd be a goal. That's my boom of the week. Uh, Dewey. Yep. Uh, Dewey. Duhame and Dewey are apparently the same person, according to the Wild Admin. The, the Dewey <laughs> Which Decimal I, System. Which I agree with. I forget who's who again. but The Dewey Decimal System. But, all right. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, my bust is getting aggressively stabbed in the eye, not by a knife, not by anyone else. Uh, I was hunting on Friday. and was walking through some thick shit and just literally going through the woods. A fucking branch came, poked me right in the eye. And this has happened before, but this was horrible. Like my eye was watering like a, were, were you like Bryson after you got attacked? By yes. A rope? Actually, no, not as bad. I kept walking through cause I'm not a little bitch Bryson, but no, it, it did suck. And I, I was, it, it literally felt like I was like, it would, the pain would go away for like an hour. And then it felt like I was literally getting stabbed in the eye. Like someone was putting a knife in my eye and, and turning it around back and forth. And scratch your cornea or anything? I, I don't, I thought I did. And that's what I was worried about. Cause like it was fine. And then that Friday night I was at the gopher game with Jack and Veach and everything. And it was fine for a while. Then we went to the moose and I literally needed to go to the bathroom and like flush out my eye. Cause I could barely keep it open. Every time I opened it up, it was stinging. It's the one of the worst feelings in the world, not only when you poke your eye initially, but when it it's I think I had something in my eye. It was like piece of wood or something or I don't know, but it I was like do I have a sliver in my eye? What the hell is going on cuz I was in pain. It sucked. <laughs> but then I think around sometime on Saturday maybe with the with the booze and stuff, I don't know, but it just my eye just was better and I can still see out of it. So that's that's like making me think of painful eyes, like getting shampoo in your eyes. Yeah, I feel like I, I I feel like I've never gotten. Sh- this is just a random thought. I'm gonna knock on wood while I say it. I I can't remember a time in my adult life where I've gotten shampoo in my eye, but I did it a lot as a kid. Which does that just mean that like this could be just kids in general who do it like. Where you're just like washing your hair as a child, and you just open up your eyes thinking it's a smart idea. Is or that... it's just got to be like a discipline thing. Yeah, yeah, you're just like not you're just paying attention. Better. Yeah, it's just that... hilarious. But like, I remember had that happening to me all the time as a kid. And yeah, now, looking back on it, I'm just perplexed at how I let yeah. it happen all the time. <laughs> you just literally keep your eyes closed when you're doing the shampoo thing. Yeah, they literally have like no cry shampoo for kids. Yeah, they're that fucking <laughs> I, dumb. I I haven't done. I, I did it once recently, but I was also like shit faced while well showering. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's okay. That's that's fair. Dude, drug but, showers. I mean, they're a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> blasting music and shit, but uh, um, but that's kind of what it felt like for like 24 hours. Part part of the day into the scramble, it, I'm like, this is never going to end, and then it just it just stopped. And you're, I'm good. You're already picturing yourself like Versarius and uh, <laughs> yeah, right. House of the Dragon, yeah. where his eye is carved out of his face. You're oh. like, this is this is going to be me, or I'm, I'm going to be his, out of this. his fucked up kid wearing an eye patch. You were yeah. going to be one of the two characters, but. <laughs> that, I'm glad. Glad it recovered. It recovered, and then another bus is just not having a go for home game for the last three weeks. Last that has weekends. been a big time bust. It's brutal not having to go to the game. People might go, oh, "Well, they lost to Penn State." Well, no, that that's another story. But uh, I just not having the home game to go to and experience tailgating and doing all that fun festivities that we we do. The trouble we get into. It's it's uh, you got used to it very quickly at the end of August into September because we had so many home games and it's just been weird. I think the last one we had was like October second or something like that. 
it's been a while. So I'm glad we're finally back though this Saturday. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, we did get kind of spoiled early in the year, which was nice because there was a lot of gorgeous days during that. We didn't have to deal with cold or snow or rain, but um, yeah, no, you're right. That, it has sucked, and we'll, we're happy to be back. Also, disclaimer, if you end up uh, hanging out with us at the tailgate, let us know. We're going to be making jungle juice this weekend, so that should be a, a, a very d- terrible idea. You first will be ID'd. First time I heard of this, and uh, I will prepare for my funeral on Sunday morning. <laughs> yep. Jungle juice. Yep. Jesus Christ. It, it's going to put you in a good spot by kickoff, because Lord knows we need it with uh, how the season's trending. Well, the Cammy, you know, who's, you know who's coming in this weekend, don't you? What? You don't know? Don, ten, Donna. 10K's oh, yeah, yeah, favorite yeah. Irishman. Yeah. 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 Donna Corby. Good so, Lord. Profound we, UFC journalist. He is. Yes. He's been on Ariel Hawani's uh, podcast. Is he going is to the huge. game? He's yeah, he's going to the, or I think, or at least Eli was saying he's going to go to the he's Gophers, going to the Gophers game. game. They're going to the Vikings game. Yes. I don't know if I'm going there yet, but for you sure will. the Gophers game, probably. And then you'll try to drag me. And oh, yeah. And then you'll get home at 2 a.m. On Sunday. Jay will get game. you a ticket. Don't worry. Jay, he better. Uh, Eli, Eli's dad, who probably who built up the business that Eli now is working for <laughs> for two hours a week. Oh, oh, oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right. calm down. Cam, what's your boom and bust? Uh, my boom is that I am finally on a betting hot streak. It's it's been oh. long overdue. I've been fucking horrible lately. I went up fifteen units last week. Which Ooh. to the to the layperson, uh, what does that mean? Like a unit is whatever you set it at. It's like we don't unit shame, but like a unit could be like a five dollar. $10, like 20 or it could be a fucking $100. Who knows? But I did it mostly on player props. So I've been struggling. I was like, fuck it. I got to change it up. And I changed it to player props and I just, I killed it. So that was my boom. It was finally nice to make some money for once. All right. And then my bus is the wild defense. Yeah. Which oh, yeah. it looks good for now. Yeah. But it's, it's been off. We're watching this. It's about uh, how much left in the first period. They're, they're looking minutes, significantly uh, better than the rest of the I year. Mean, so. It is the Canadians. But, like, uh, Flurry's already had to make some ridiculous yeah. saves. Which, by the way, where, what happened to all the Flurry haters? Where'd you guys go? Where did, where did well, all they, the... The, the funny thing the, is is that they were still trying to shit on him after the Bruins game. He was fucking electric. Fucking casual mm-hmm. take. Yeah. But it's just our casual. defense. Our defense it, might be the worst defense I've it's ever. It's terrible. We we were just listening to the game on the course, and even like that's all the radio guys are talking about, like how oh, and Flurry makes a miraculous yeah. save. Yeah, it's like yeah, you, you don't realize how bad you need that until he's unable to oh, make oh, those saves. Oh shit! Yeah, gosh. yeah. O'Donnell was is going off. He's like, oh, Flurry makes another save. Dude is just yeah. I, I'm I'm done fighting people about it because I just I'll never change people's minds. But uh, it's it's great to see him back in his midseason form. It's funny if you listen to Worst Seats in the House with uh, Anthony Lapanta and Michael. Russo apparently Flurry actually texted Billy G after the second game and was like I'm sorry I suck right now like he personally apologized so at least you have guys who care when they They're play bad yeah. whereas like Cat will just throw Ant under the best Dude, bus for, for eating Popeyes oh, that's ridiculous <laughs> that, can we, Bro, I wanna, that's just excuses I, that's my honorable mention bust actually yeah. I forgot about that I think I fucking hate Cat <laughs> it's like it's like Cat, aren't Jimmy you? Jimmy Butler was right. Aren't you the guy who, after blowing a, another lead in the playoffs last year, was like, "I'm just gonna go home and drink yeah. some wine because I'm giving up this year." <laughs> also, this he why. has so much potential, but he fucking sucks, and yeah. he bitches yeah. about everything. I can't take and, it. And this is why a lot of people don't can't stand the NBA. There's so much, there's a lot of good players in the NBA that are very team, you know, driven. But like, there's a lot of individual guys like that. They're like, no, it's it's everyone else's fault but mine. I really hate the stupid ass look on his face when he doesn't get a call. I want to throw up. Dude, don't be a LeBron James. Time. I was gonna man. say, just get up. Like, he Kat, looks like he's crying. Cat, you're not time. you're not LeBron. You don't have the influence to to, this get, is why, to, uh, to get that call. Like, I'm not giving up on him yet, but I'm starting to hate him. And it is it's so early in this terrible season. I yeah. think. 
they, they got to get used playing with each other. It took it literally took um what Bosch Wade and LeBron. And obviously they're not Bosch Wade and LeBron, but it even took yes, them are. a while to like actually get acclimated yeah. to each other. Well, so. that's like people are overreacting. Like John Krasinski, who's like super talented, super good at his job. He wrote something for the Athletic today saying that the Wolves have a huge mess on their hands. I'm like, I don't really know if that's true. I mean, I they're mean, one and two. Y- you could say current, two and two. You could you could say in current state that's true. You could have said the same thing oh, about yeah. the Wild, but small sample size. Yeah. I say until we hit double digit games, that's when you can form a legitimate opinion. Right. I think I think people are a little bit more harsh on the Wolves just because they've seen this happen a lot more often, where they start two and two, well, and, and also and they just, just they never... invested their whole entire future. And if they just invested yeah. their whole entire future and this is how they're starting the year, it is like a little bit worry for right. concern. People, just, people I, yeah, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm just surprised people don't understand that. Like it takes a while to gel together as a whole team. It does. Right. I right. just think people are getting impatient. Yeah. The wolves have been like this for almost 20 years. They just want it. They want to like start seeing stuff now when they, especially all the optimism going in this season, they want to see wins now, which at some point, if it's going to gel and it's going to work, it still will take time. But I, I still remember when, now. when Cat was drafted, it was just like, oh, oh one, we're one year away now. We're know, two yeah. years away. And it's been that Dude, for the last six I heard six that years. in 2007 when we had, where we're getting Rookie Rubio. And that's, this is, was driving me nuts. It, and that's is, why it's been such a turnoff for so many fans. We've been hearing it for 15 years. And it's not we're like one we're year winless. away. It's not like we're winless. No. Like we've won two games. Yes. Exactly. Everyone, and there's a long season. Everyone, it's a long just, season. everyone just calmed down about everything. Yeah, just true. take a deep breath. Jake, you um, gotta calm down. I'm, oh. gonna, I'm just, I'll just flip the scale here and start with a boom to pick us back up. Boom. Yep. There you go. Um, the 10K Fantasy Football League is a current boom for the It's a Bit Crew. Uh, we are first in overall scoring by almost 50 points of any team. Uh, we're one game back from second place, two games back from first, and we're on a three-game hot streak. And fourth and best of all, we have depth. Hashtag we, depth. We had our top three players out last week with the whole Buffalo or half our team is actually Buffalo, which should say enough. But uh, with all them being out, I thought last week was a for sure L and we still put up 172 points and won by about 50. So I'm confident that it's a bit is actually very capable of winning the league and third and forever, which I thought was a juggernaut. They probably had a lot of buys as well this week, but they put up like 70 points. Yeah. That's concerning. Your team is pretty good. I will say the Brees Hall injury sucks. Yeah, that's that tough. Hurts. That's yeah. tough. But but, but if you fine. look, we have Devin Singletary. We have uh, we have uh, Edwards Alaire, which yeah, those two are not Brees Hall. But I'm I'm confident, and I think I just stuck staked a claim for uh, uh, what's it the the main guy in New York now. Yeah, do tell. Uh, what what is his name? Uh, James Robinson from no. the, from Jacksonville. Michael no. Carter. Yeah, he's not. Well, hmm. they just traded for James Robinson, but. Uh, I will say my uh, my position to not go through the paintball gauntlets looking looking good because you guys are yeah. third high risk high reward move up to fourth we're both we've both been killing. I it think lately. it's going to be a battle between wild takes and state of skull the rest of the year. It seems like high risk high reward has has salvaged their season. You yeah. guys are putting up a lot of points, which is good. Um, we, even though you like that team, which is just kind of a random hodgepodge, <laughs> those guys have been competing. They're actually tied. Yeah. They're tied for a third place at three and three with us. So is there anything for the winners or no? Is it just like, this is a don't, lose. this is a don't lose <laughs> league. Okay. And, then, and then I guess pride, you could, you can brag about it until the end of time. I guess and, yeah. uh, there's nothing anyone can take away from you for that. Yeah, so you're right. Other than uh, if you're a podcast and uh, you beat us in like the championship, we might just fire you. But yeah. that's, <laughs> that's the only thing, yeah, that's the only thing <laughs> I can think of. Or like the band of bloggers will just we'll just delete the website. So, <laughs> yeah, you guys are done. But, but other than that, I don't I can't think of anything else that would go wrong if you were to brag about it. True. But if so. Iris High Reward beats you in the championship, am I safe? Because I'm technically. 
yeah, yeah. You 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 cool. have you have your your cock in so many different pots right now. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if we did get last, you'd have to run with us. So that's only fair. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, and you're the commissioner. It, like I said, it seems like it's either going to be wild takes or status quo. But we'll uh, we'll just see how it all plays out. Standing tweet. Um, and my bust is fraud, as in like the crime itself, because Billy McFarland is officially out of jail and planning the next fire fest. Uh, fraud isn't cool, kids. I wouldn't recommend it unless you want to hang out in jail with Mike. The situation, which he did get to do, but uh, yeah, I don't know. If, if, I don't know if, if you guys saw like the TikTok. I think like Barstool posted it too, of like Billy McFarland basically saying, "Listen, I know I fucked up." Listen, he he started off with the graph where it's like, where he's like, "I fucked around and I found out," and they meet in the middle. He's, but then he flips over. But now I'm working on something even bigger, and it's like, what? Dude. wait, this, he actually go. is planning on something. Yeah. Okay. So go oh. go here. I'll just see if I can. I'll pull up the clip. He's just uh, trying to troll humanity at this point. Yeah. So it's. It's it's one of those things where like uh, history repeats itself, right? Um, so if I search Barstool Billy McFarland, it should show up. But yeah, this is. Oh yeah, there it is. Play it into the. I effed around, and because of that, I definitely found out. Five years in jail. A little bit too much time to think about this. In jail. But I do feel like the moment's right to start making this up to everybody. To the people who got scammed out of thousands of dollars something new this time it's a little crazier it's got like an entire map of the world ever tried before. he's just circling a huge I area promise, of it i'm going to tell you everything in november but before we get there there's one thing you need to know now this time every- everybody's invited everybody's invited that looks he's like gonna be trolling that gonna, was a he, nathan for you video yeah <laughs> he's he's gonna, plan? he's gonna throw a party on the entire uh, like in the entire country of Iceland or something. Create another fire fest. God, he just goes back. And he's to like, jail. he's like, I'm gonna make it up to everybody. It's like, uh, you're about five million dollars away from that. Mm-hmm. Plus, more like, <laughs> I, I don't remember how much he frauded, scammed people for, but it's probably, it's definitely in the millions. Shit ton of money. So, um, but yeah, that's what I have as a bust. Uh, don't do fraud, kids. It's not cool. But um, let's take a quick break and then we'll finish off the show with ranking our favorite horror movies. Sticks in the middle. Hey, Wild fans, as Jake just said, Sticks in the Middle is a Twitter space that our Minnesota Wild podcast, Wild Takes, hosts before every game. You can hop on the Twitter space, talk about your pregame predictions, what you think the Wild need to do, what you think is going to happen, the score prediction. And uh, Marlo, who is the gracious host, will ask everybody about their opinion and have a nice little roundtable chat about the game and what people are excited for. So once again, it's about 40 minutes before every single Minnesota Wild game. On Twitter, you can just follow. I think it's just Wild Takes 10K, right? Is that the handle? That's right. And uh, that you can just join the Twitter space. It's just audio only if you don't know what those are. And uh, just join for a fun little discussion about our favorite team before the game. All right, folks, welcome back to It's a Bit, the final segment. As we mentioned, it's spooky season. We're going to rank our top three horror movies. Now, we were d- discussing kind of what the uh, – what would you call it? like the data point or the theme around this would be? It's not necessarily what you think is the most terrifying movie. It's which movie maybe scared you the most, what you thought was the, the most well done. Mm-hmm. Um, Just your favorite horror yeah, movie. Which, like, like, which, that, like, and, which and, one stuck with you? I yeah, think. the elements of being terrifying could be a reason why it's your favorite horror movie, right? Yep. Like it, yep. Whatever it could be. The Yeah. Yep. So let's start. Uh, we'll, go around the, we'll go around the room. Uh, we're just going to go 3 two, one because there's four of us. Is it a draft or a ranking? It's, ranking. A, it's a okay. ranking. And are we going like... Doing our th- are we doing like all number three, three first? Okay, uh, so j- we just all do your our third. third. Yep. Okay. So we'll start with you, Cam. What do you got as your third 
favorite horror movie? Uh, so a disclaimer, um, like we've been over before, I don't watch like any movies. So I just had to go with like the ones that I have seen um, and that I actually re- like somewhat remembered. My third is, is this, I don't even know if it's a horror movie, but it's Get Out. Yeah, yeah, that, technically, that, that, yeah that's pretty yes. scary. It's yeah. a thriller horror. Yes, I actually like really like that movie. Yeah, that's it's the one up. with uh, Glover, right? Donald Glover. Uh, I can't remember. No. I don't know. It's the Jordan Peele. Jordan, yeah. yeah. Jordan oh, that one's he's different. Uh, one. He's that actually he's been making some good horror movies yeah. lately too. Yeah. Us, and then he had that other one. Get don't out. Look, yeah, which one look. am I thinking of? The one where it's it's the guy from. So this the Get Out one is the the guy that's on like the old like plantation, I believe, and then he like is that is that. Yes. I yeah. Okay. I don't want to spoil okay. it, but like that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like he has, he's dating that girl, and she essentially tricks him. Yeah. Yeah. And her family's like extremely yeah, yeah. racist or something. Yeah. 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 Or they. You basically yeah. find out everyone got Lebo- Okay, I'll stop. Yeah. Sorry. I'll show you a picture oh. of that. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. What? Okay. I'm thinking of something. She like uses like the fucking tea to like hypnotize him. It's weird. All right. Yeah. So Cam's number three is Get Out. My number third is Paranormal Activity three. Oh yeah, okay. and all uh, they're all good, but the third one, especially for one scene when he opens up, uh, so when he stays at his, I think it's his mom's house, yeah, the, the main grandma. character, the grandma, and they turn on the garage light, and there's a bunch of witches standing inside the garage, and uh, that scene in general just stuck Fucked. with me in the years. I mean, yeah, they're walking by, they're doing like they're burning a cross in the yard, and they're standing around it and doing satanic stuff, and then you, and then he opens up the dark garage door, and she's in there. And a ton of witches and like cloaks are in there, and it's just old people. Yeah, they're all old too and gross, so it's just scary. I remember for those movies, they used to show like uh, for like their trailers to hype it up. They would just show people in the movie theaters like freaking out. Do you yeah. remember that? Which is genius. The whole the whole thing around Paranormal Activity is genius because that has to be the lowest budget yeah horror series with the best results because half of it is just looking at doors blank, open blank blank cameras yeah. but but like the suspense it leaves you by just staring at a camera that's slowly ticking up in time mm-hmm. is terrifying i think specifically the second paranormal activity where he puts the camera on a fan maybe this is the third mm-hmm. one and it rotates slowly and it, as the fan spins to the other side of the room and you're just like what's going to happen when it goes back Who's i know like yeah. standing there yeah and it there's goes back and then there's there. nothing again like, just, I don't know, man. It's giving me goosebumps just talking all, about All it. of the paranormal activities do a great job of building up tension throughout the whole entire yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first... Like I said, low budget. Yeah, I th- well, the phone footage horror is great because it's like... The Blair Witch. It, the Blair Witch Project was like the first one. People actually thought that movie was like real when it which, came out. Which, like, you could you could say a compelling argument that some of these movies are real because it's like they yeah. shot them on everyday cameras. Yeah, and that's what makes them so scary because it's not like your over-glamorized horror movies like shot with professional equipment it looks CGI. like it could be real it could be like this could actually happen right. so that's like when i first saw the first paranormal activity which that i was like freak the fuck out yep freak the fuck out all right jake what do you got your third uh, favorite horror movie my third favorite horror movie is hereditary oh i heard um, see, i haven't seen it i heard that's it's fucked it's up. fucked dude like i don't get scared very often but like i was like i felt like i had like ptsd after i walked out of the theater watching that like the like the whole buildup of it, you didn't know what the hell was gonna happen. Though, like the every scene, there was something weird. It was kind of slow. It's based on a cult, right? It's based on a cult, a demonic cult. Let's just put it that way. I don't want to put it, you know, give away too much. But there's essentially a demonic cult that's happening. There's so many turns that happen and unexpected moments that come up. And the end of the movie is just fucked up. Like it, the last fifteen minutes in particular is just is just totally fucked. The mom gets like possessed, and then. 
you don't understand literally the pur- purpose of what's happening until like the literally the last two minutes of the movie when they're up in this like treehouse and you have really like almost like a choir like music going on. Like it's like kind of like almost sounds like something being a church, but it sounds kind of dark. And at the end of the movie, it's just a cult like bowing down to this uh, goat corpse with a person's head on it. Jesus, and what it, the fuck? It, they're like chanting something, and and like the the movie revolves around an actual like demon that's mentioned in the Bible too. So you walk out of it like, what the fuck, dude? I it's fucked. It's a great it's a great movie, but like. And then there's a point, too, where, like, they're sitting outside the house, and the house, it's near the end, and there's no music, so, like, usually when something scary is standing there or something, like, oh, there's going to be, like, a really high-end, really high music or something, and it literally was just, like, near the end of the movie, it just did, like, a, a wide shot of the house, like, it's been doing the whole time, like, throughout the whole movie, but you see, like, naked old people just standing outside of it, <laughs> oh, and there's no what? music or anything, so you're like, what? what's going on? Like, there should be, like, music to, like... Like, make me feel something. Yeah. But now, since there was no music, it was just silence. You hear crickets and shit. Like, doesn't what? Uh, that the movie fuck? have like the hysterical crying scene with all the women in a room crying? Or is that is that that's a... Midsummer? My, okay, very, which is very by similar. the same yeah, director, director Ari, Ari yeah. Aster, which was also a fucking crazy movie. You got to think, man. The people who write and direct these movies are just psychopaths. Oh, like, yeah. This is their way of expressing it. Dude, yeah. Stephen King says that he gets mm-hmm. most of his ideas in dreams. Like, could you imagine Jesus. having dreams like that? Well, dude, you... I'd go to therapy before I'd write books. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like That's the, just me. If you ever, re- I never read the book It. Like, but like with the clown and stuff. But oh, like, fucked. they left so much stuff out of the movie. Like, there was some fucked up shit that he wrote yeah. in that book. Like, in his, from his thoughts, it was just fucked. Have you ever seen the the Family Guy rendition of Stephen King? And it's like, well, have you ever seen him when he writes books? He's like, scary stuff, scary stuff, scary stuff, ding, scary yeah, stuff, yeah. scary <laughs> stuff, scary <laughs> stuff, ding, scary <laughs> stuff, scary stuff, scary stuff, lunch. Yeah. <laughs> he's like super pumped up. Like they're obviously just making fun of. Like, right. He doesn't. He's not like this at all. He's probably just in a dark lit room with no expression yeah he's just just writing know. something very crazy yeah i i still got to see hereditary but if you're scared by it it almost makes me want to stay away yeah. well the other thing i'm going to mention is this is probably going to be a demons are probably gonna be a theme with a lot of our movies because do you guys remember back in the day when like it used to be ghosts and stuff that we used mm-hmm. to be scared of and then yeah. they're like we're gonna take this a step further <laughs> we're gonna do fucking demons, demons. i'm Ugh. a demon all right, Wags, you're number three. Yes, and for my number three, I'm going to go with The Ring. Now, this movie was huge when we were young and growing up, and I just remember, like, I'm sure you guys are terrified of just that woman with the black hair, cover, mm-hmm. like, literally going past her tits, you know, covering her face. Like, absolutely terrifying as a kid. And then everyone would quote that line, seven days. Yep. Everyone would yep. do that all the fucking time. And just because it was so, it was really, um, this, it was all over pop culture at the time. It definitely was more ingrained in me as a child in terms of horror horror movies and that's why it's gonna be my number three i also love the way scary movie three made fun of that movie yeah i think that's like, another reason i like it so cindy much. your tv's leaking <laughs> cindy this bitch gonna messed up my floor and, and then, then they start like beating they, her up yeah they start yeah. fighting yeah uh, that's the one but charlie sheen in that yeah one? yeah okay. but dude <laughs> was hilarious. i the only one who like watched those movies and was terrified that like she was gonna come after me because I watched this the, yep. the, yep. the film in, seven days in the movie. We were like the perfect age too, yeah. to like be wondering that shit because you know? cause you'd get like a phone call right and you'd be like hello and like seven days. Yes. Seven days. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Grudge too. That movie was fucked up. But, and that, scary movie did such a good job of making fun of oh, that, yeah. those movies. It made it well. actually. I remember as a kid, it made it so fu- so much more funny where it was actually easier to watch the actual ring. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because you're like, okay, I know like the funny side, like the actual the actual movie before it's just like a circle and then like a guy's ass just gets off it. <laughs> it's like a toilet. Dude, oh. They keep uh, just 
they keep sending their kid flying scary movies. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, I love that bit. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. Um, all right, Cam, you're number two. It's actually a perfect segue. So I fucking hate horror movies. So Get Out's like one of the only ones I've ever seen. So like for my number two, it's any of the scary movies. Just like, oh, like we yeah. just talk any of them. Oh, and it's like oh, okay. haunted houses too are good. Yeah, like if you if there's a movie that's like technically a scary movie that can make me laugh, I love it. Because I don't watch any of the yeah. other ones. Speak, all speaking of, of haunted houses, Swartzen was in that. Remember, he's like, yep. <laughs> oh, like yes. the, the priest. <laughs> oh my god, dude! dude just, he's, he's a deviant in anything. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, those. I mean, even like a, as a child, though, watching the parody scary movies were actually kind of scary. There's to me, some I parts. Like I remember, yeah. like when the when Charlie Sheen like fights Michael Jackson. <laughs> like as an adult, that's hilarious. But like Michael Jackson scared me as a child yeah. so much. Yeah. Like the it's, appropriately, yeah. it's still scary. Some of them were like were scary, but the fact that there were a bunch a bunch of funny parts. Made yeah, it, it helped out a lot. Um, all right, my number two. I'm gonna go with Insidious. Uh, it's, it's, I gotta admo- I gotta admit, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I remember it just scaring the shit out of me when I saw it, like in high school. I think I saw it actually in theaters. And uh, just, like, the, the comas and then, like, the kid, you know, having to find his way back and just all the demons. And um, I'll have to rewatch it. Like Darth, Maul, Darth Maul's uncle's yep, in it. Yep, that that's guy. A joke. Yeah, but um, I just – Insidious is just – it's a scary one. And I think uh, that's that's a pretty mainstream answer, but I think uh, a lot of people would agree with it. They made, like, three of them, and they're actually all pretty yeah. good. You yeah, know, that's ja- a great plot. James Wan is another guy. Anything made by him is going to be mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. Just get ready. Great plot, yep. I should say. Great storyline. It's almost yes. kind of like the guys who uh, uh, like have have uh, Play Playboy magazine. They're like, oh, great articles. Oh yeah. So like Alex, just like, yeah, it's a great article. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like watching. It's like watching a horror movie. Be like, great plot. No, I just like I just like being scared. Yeah, but no, you're right. Great plot. Dread. All right, Jake. Number two. Uh, number two is a classic. Uh, Halloween, 1978. The music just do 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 do. There's great. A, there's a guy at my work that that's his ringtone. Yeah, I'm like you're. Oh, there's something that's wrong hilarious. With you. <laughs> it was my uncle's ringtone back like that. It was crazy. Yeah. Is that, is that the guy's ringtone year round? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seek help. Yeah. But it's just classic. The like, it's really cheesy now when you watch it. It's like kind of like Friday the Thirteenth if you watch it. But it's still just classic because at the time it was like way ahead of its time. Like just this like the like the movie opens up with him like first person view and like going taking a knife and like stabbing his older sister who is topless by the way um, but that's that's neither nice. here nor there dude nice. dude fuck yes yes, yes. Um, but anyway um, no but it was just classic the build up and the story that he escapes like the the mental facility and then there's just the music and all that shit and he, the night he came home or whatever like they make fun of it like Kirk Tober Kirk Cousins, the, the month he came back. That's just like an ode to Halloween. People also, people also forget that uh, Jason is the most famous person to wear a hockey mask who never played hockey, at least in the in the movies. Yeah, so exactly. Credit to him for being uh, the greatest fictional goalie of all time. So famous that if you're on a sports uh, auction page, they always yeah, I was Jason mask. I was going to say, I wonder if someone else is going to bring that up. Pristine auctions yeah. where Cam and I buy memorabilia. They do 10-minute auctions, and they have a surplus of Jason stuff. I laugh every time. Because they, they, they auction off one of his signed hockey masks about mm-hmm. every 10 minutes. So. Yeah. It's crazy it's that goalies pet. used to wear those kind of masks. Yeah. But, hey, or like, but they yeah. used to not wear masks at all, Jay. At all. Or like That's Ricky in, tra- in the Trailer Park Boys movie, how he wears like the half uh, gallon of jug, yeah. <laughs> gallon of milk, Me- on his milk face. jug, and like that's just yeah, yeah. Hey, you the hear, trailer Park bit. You want to hear a useless hockey fact? Mm-hmm. Yes, that goalies were not allowed to go on their knees until yeah. the early 1920s. Mm-hmm. 
That's nuts. Don't even Literally. go on the ground. Jesus. Butterfly, and then like it didn't even become like a like I should say a normal practice. I should say of net mining until like the forties when mass became more. Can't yeah. ima- I can't <laughs> imagine how to go down. Can't cause... imagine how upset Jake would be if he was not allowed to go on his knees. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm a butterfly goalie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, have to do, you have to do just squats, I guess. Oh, yep. No, um, no, that's fine. Damn. Get low. Um, but yeah, that's my number two Halloween. All right. Uh, wait, your number two. My number two is going to be deliver us from evil. It's going to be a little, it's lesser known than most of, uh, the, at least the ones we've talked about so far, but it has demons, religion. It has the military. There's a mystery going on. It's just a crazy story to watch from start to, um, start to finish. And something I really love about the movie is whenever the demon is possessing people, they play music by the doors. And that's why mm-hmm. I think I chose it in the soundtrack, the mm-hmm. draft earlier, just because there's. It's so unique because it's a horror movie, but then it has the Doors music going on for the demon. So it's it's really cool and really unique and interesting to watch. So that's why I have it at number two. I highly recommend it because I'm pretty sure you guys haven't seen it. Demons. I, I might have shown you in college. And I and I see it. It's on. It's got. It's on Netflix, right? I think it is now. I feel yeah. like I see it on there all the time. I've, I and it has a scary cover. I've just never actually watched it. But yeah, no, for sure. Well, all right, boys. The number one overall rankings for. Our favorite horror movies. Cam, kick us off. This is my favorite horror movie of all time. It's the 2022 Green Bay Packers offense. Oh! <laughs> Burn! That, that's a great answer. Yeah. That's a great answer. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Cam, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's got to be a challenge for you since you don't watch movies. Yeah. But you, d- you do a great job of figuring it out. So I'll, I'll give you a quick yeah. round of applause. You know, you're not a oh, cinema man. man. But that is pretty scary. If you're a Packer oh fan, you've got to be terrified. Cam right just now. isn't as cultured as us. Wait, I got a better one. Right, what? Minnesota Wild defense. Oh, oh. Well, uh, knock on wood though. Shut out right now. I don't know who in the fantasy hockey league has flurry Jake, but uh, <laughs> not me. Might, all right, might be jumping up and down after this game. We'll see. Um, all right, my number one. And if you guys know me, you'll probably know this one's obvious. I have The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Um, saw it in theaters originally. Had it on DVD. Uh, still watch it every now and then. And for me, that movie, that entire series, I guess, as an umbrella answer, is fucking terrifying to me. Um, I think it's got all the elements of a good horror movie. It's got the old house. It has the the noose and the idea of getting hanged. Uh, it has old lady. It has scary kids. It's got demons with red faces. It's got um, specifically that one jump scare where she like turns around and the thing is in the corner of the the ceiling and the walls and jumps down on her. I cannot think of a jump scare in a horror movie that got me worse than that in theaters. So um, I got to say the conjuring. And then I love the plot. I love that. It's actually, they're real stories. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the house that the original movie took place in, in Connecticut just sold for like, I think 500 grand. It's not a very nice house, but you know, it's clearly like a horror movie buff who wanted to buy it. And, uh, yeah, it's the those series, the one in England, which is the the second one, the scary old man. Um, I can't remember. I think there's a third one, and then all the spinoffs. I just think The Conjuring is a great series, but specifically that first one just fucking got me. So is is The Conjuring the one where like the mom and the girl will play like that clap game? Yep. Yeah, that, that's, that's oh great. yeah, it's giving me goosebumps thinking about it when the closet doors pop open. You just see, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's I remember that specifically. Yeah, it's it's a and, it's, and it's just quiet. You could hear like a pin drop, and then you watch it in the theaters, and you're like, can two people like that's the only time when I want people to start talking and making noise so it like alleviates <laughs> the, the tension pre- a little the bit, in, the intensity. But yeah, my number one is The Conjuring, Jake. 
Oh man, this is tough for number one. I, I mean, I have one listed, but I'm going through some others in case if I should. Uh, Jake's probably got a list of like 106. I do have ten. Do I do have a list of ten. <laughs> we agree um, on three. And I know. You show up with ten. Well, he wants, just, uh, he wants options. I want. I, I like. I write I down like ten, him. and then I rank them. Um, I do that for the drafts. It's not for yeah, the rankings. Yeah. For the drafts, that's a power play yeah. to have ten. I might have to go with the classic, uh, The Shining. Fuck. Here's yeah. Johnny. <laughs> that's mine. Jack Nicholson. Just an amazing actor, amazing performance. The whole movie's just a fucking trip. And it's it's intense. The Here's Johnny line, like I mentioned, is just a classic line in, in, in movie history. To so say that and movie alone, because that's also my number one, like they just had so many quotable lines, which is like all work and no play. Yeah. Like Jack, adult boy. Is that the one crazy. with the. I have never actually seen it. I need to see it. Stephen I, King. I, I know book. I need to see it, but uh, is that the one with the twins come play yeah. with yeah. us? Yep. That's like play. probably one of the most famous. Yeah, well, that and here's Johnny are two. Red rum, red rum, red rum. And he's like, <laughs> Danny isn't here now, Mrs. Torrance. And he's like, has the finger and stuff. Dude, and I, he's uh, great. I personally love where like you know he's going crazy slowly, and all of a sudden like he's in a packed bar, right? I know he's in a ballroom and stuff, and he's talking to all the people who aren't actually there, all yeah. the figures or ghosts, or you or think they're ghosts or whatever. You actually yeah. don't know near the end. And they just <laughs> keep uh, they keep like essentially gaslighting them to get even crazier. Yeah. <laughs> now he's I, just drinking. I think we should pay some respects to. Obviously are honorable mentions because five is not enough. I'll throw out my first one. Three is one, not enough. But or three. Yeah. Uh, it. It. The It movies. I, I wouldn't Which say. Ones? Like the first. The new ones. Oh, okay. New ones, I, okay. I would say the most recent first one. Uh, it, I didn't find those movies too terrifying, especially near the end because it's mostly just kind of action mm-hmm. and more of a thriller. But like the the original Pennywise being in the sewer with the rainbow mm-hmm. with, with the little boat and Georgie like that one will always give me chills. Um, yeah, that that I thought like they did a great job. That actor who played the clown was insane. I know like they they oh, that Norwegian guy. Yeah, <laughs> and I know they they came out with one in 1990, like two parts with right. Tim Curry. He played mm-hmm. and he played more of like a traditional like clown, but that one was still creepy. That's when I saw as a kid. But like the new ones were were well done. I thought scary. the first one was yeah. better. Than the I second. actually liked. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like the um, the animations make the new ones really scary. But there's something about the original movie of it where how they do the clown, which makes him even 90s. even scarier just because of the pain, the way his makeup's done and stuff. It's hard to explain. Well, because they had to use less effects, so they had to make it more realistic at the time for 1990. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the originals were still creepy as shit but they were all those were really long movies too. yeah yeah uh, i think you also got to throw out the original exorcist mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> not not as scary just because it was so old that it's hard to you know like I, i've been so trained by all the new cgi effects and and stuff that it's hard for me to go back and watch that and be terrified but i know like my dad when he was in high school saw that in theaters and said it was so fucking scary and like that's mm-hmm. back when horror movies yeah. were becoming a thing mm-hmm. so like i wish i had that appreciation for it but i do know that like a younger me in the 80s would be so scared by the original exorcist that's when it came out right it was 80 uh, 72 or 70s yeah 73 72 so, so back then way ahead it was, of its time it but, still is great to yeah, watch but it's fucking it, it's, terrifying it was funny because when i was like kind of searching some movies for this like it's uh there's like movies horror movies are coming out in like the late 20s early 30s like frankenstein movies were coming Nose out and stuff. yeah all that stuff the wolfman alfred Hitch- I, hitchcock i had no clue in that like, that deep history of horror movies in this country i actually yeah. did yeah. oh, i didn't know it went yeah. back like 100 years american so 100 plus american years. psycho yeah, well, yeah, with uh, Christian Bale. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a great that's, one. I haven't actually seen that whole movie. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The original yeah. one, I think, was like 60s or 70s. Oh, yeah, so well. there's the original. Um, that's just off the top well, of even, my head. Well, even but... The Shining's 1980. Right. Yep. 
But I, oh. another one is like a Nightmare on Elm Street, the original with Johnny oh, that's Depp. Great, yeah. Johnny Depp, where he was like his acting debut. A young, a young Johnny Depp. It was crazy. And then another one I have listed is Silver Bullet. It's based off a Stephen King book, and the movie is fucking awesome. It has Gary Busey in it, which is insane. <laughs> Wait, but, so, so which one is that? Uh, it's about uh, uh, I don't want to give it away too much, but like they essentially like a werewolf is is okay. terrorizing the town. They don't know what it is, and it turns out to be someone that's. I mean, you find out who it is throughout the movie, I guess. But like, then it's it's just a crazy movie, and the move the title of it is essentially how you kill the the werewolf. They have to get it, this silver bullet. They have to use a silver bullet to kill it. It's great. Yeah. And then, yeah. do you ever seen the Wicker Man? I I've heard of it. I've never seen the original. It. The one with Nicolas Cage recently was horrible. <laughs> yes. uh, like fifteen years ago, <laughs> the Wicker Man. But you remember uh, actor Christopher Lee who played Sar- uh, Saruman in Lord of the Rings and and oh, Count yeah. Dooku yeah. in Star Wars. He was. He was actually still in it. He, that was actually, he was fifty years old in nineteen seventy. He just died recently. But he, that movie is like a bolt, like a kind of cult shit. And there's like a huge twist in like the last five minutes, and it's it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I got oh, I got you, one yeah, honorable sorry. mention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not a movie, but I just want to throw out the Haunting of Hill House. Yes. Oh, one yeah. of the, the one of the best horror um, series I've ever seen. Yes. Or even like American Horror Story as a TV yeah, show. Yeah. No, too that's as solid. Well. Yeah. There's probably plenty we forgot. Um, Stranger Things. We'll post. We'll post the graphic. We'll post the poll to see. Gosh, who whenever we do that, we just get shot people, on. People are gonna <laughs> shit on Cam. They're like, you thought scary movies were actually scary? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like, no, we just said your favorites. That's what it was all yeah. about. I'm but, sure the Packers fan base will find the graphic and be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> then they'll be like, this yeah. is not a movie. They'll be like, yeah, but I'm also pretty terrified. You're making me scared. You're actually just like backing up why I picked this as number one. Calm down. You're scaring the shit out of me. Yeah. Packers fans it should be number one now. Packer actually. Nation. Packer Nation. Let's, Let's die. ride. Let's yeah. die. <laughs> All right, folks. But anyways, enjoy uh, this year's Halloween, especially if you are an adult who's going to dress up as something and go get wasted in a public space. We hope you have a great, fun, and safe weekend. We hope the Gophers win. We hope the, the Wild have some good games here, and the, and the Timberwolves pull it together. But um, Oh, and the Vikings, too, since they're back now. But, cool. folks, through. this has been another episode of It's a Bit. Make sure to look us up on all social medias, 10K Takes. Follow all the other pods and pages that we have in the 10K network. Go to 10ktakesmn.com and read our blogs, as well as listen to us on Vikings pregame. Uh, it's about an hour and a half before each episode, or before each uh, before each game right yeah there we go. jesus You're killing um, it yeah but uh thank you guys for listening to another episode of it's a bit and we'll see you next time